0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check breakfast, lunch and dinner. Check planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where bank of America can help for your financial to do's bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Hello, world. What separated your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. (laughs) <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports in, in in high school. Welcome
2: to the Orange is the New Black Podcast. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, joined by my co-host, Zim. Zim, say what's up.
1: Hello, world. How's everybody doing this evening? We are here. Orange is the New Black Podcast. The craziest, the wildest, the 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 most rebellious, the the greatest podcast known to man when you're talking Bengals, of course, but we have a very, very special guest this evening. Someone that is a long time Bengals, true pride and true and all that good stuff. Gary Owen. Boom. Boom. Like a burrow (laughs) shirt. If you're you're listening to this on a podcast, Gary is showing his shirt, which we thought was really, really cool. Gary, how are you? you doing this evening, Gary?
3: I'm good. Listen, if I was ever going to get life in prison, I want Joe Burrow to be my celly. What would (laughs) you do with him? I'd hold him. Just say thank you. (laughs) Do you think that he would help you with your haircuts? (laughs) I don't know. I just got a fresh cut for this podcast, too.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fresh cut for for us sweeping the Steelers or for the pie? For the pie? All of it. I'm here for all of it.
1: Prior, you, prior to the show, prior to the show, hold on, Ace. Go ahead. Gary let us know for 10 minutes about this sweet ass haircut. So, everybody in the comments, I'm going to need y'all to subscribe, follow Gary, but you must compliment the haircut. I'm sorry, Ace. Go ahead. No, I'm, All good. I'm good.
2: So, Gary, obviously, you're a diehard Bengals fan. How did you kind of become a Bengals
3: fan? Where did that kind of start at? I just grew up in Cincinnati. So, <laughs> when I started watching football, like heavily was uh was the '80s, so that was kind of our glory years before we had the freaking thirteen-year sabbatical. We just took a break from the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was, you know, that was Pete Johnson and James Brooks and Kenny Anderson leading into Boomer, and it was just Anthony Munoz and Tim Crumry and Barney Bussy and. Oh, uh, is it? Uh,
1: <laughs> Not the Barney Bussy, though.
3: Max Montoya. <laughs> yeah. Kazerski. Yeah. I'm like, I'm diehard.
1: Out of all the, like, you I always ask people this what is the, what is a, a player that you grew up liking that most people don't really give two flips about? Like, give me, give me like that guy. Give me that random guy that you just like. You gotta have somebody.
3: Let me think. Like, uh, I don't, Who's probably just... Oh man, I would say you're talking about like a Tab Perry. There's so many because I knew uh, Well, Tab Perry. If you want, you what are we doing here? Are we doing Marvin Lewis? Or are we doing pre-Marvin Lewis? It, it's your world. Any, either error, whichever one you want to do. Well, my guy, and he only played here two years, but my guy was Thomas Howard. Okay, yeah. the linebacker, and he passed away, and I spoke at his funeral. Damn. But that was my dude, and it was we. It was ran. We randomly met because he got he got sent to Cincinnati from the Raiders, and I had a show in Cincinnati. And Kirk Morrison, who was the other linebacker with the Raiders when Thomas Howard was there, said, "My guy just got to Cincinnati. He wants to come to your show?" I said, "Yeah." So I left the tickets. to came backstage. We met. We we clicked. And that 2011 season. Well, such It was probably my favorite season as Bengals fans because we went to the playoffs. We were 9-7. and 7. We weren't expected to go anywhere. And uh, his daughter and my daughter got real close. So she would go to the games with his daughter because she would fly in for the home games. And um, either she would stay at my house or she would stay down there at his place with his mom. It was just a fun season for the family. And, and we you know, we weren't expecting to do anything. And we went to the playoffs. That, that was probably my favorite season as far as like just personally – you know, that year it was fun.
1: This season's pretty fun too. Like oh like, yeah. Like, Don't let, get let, let, let me ask you this. What would you rank? Like, I know the season isn't finished, but just like right now, all of the stuff that's happened to come from where we came from. The Jamar Chase, you know, goes crazy. You know, like it has a different, it has a fun feeling to the season. Like, do you have a like a spot where you think it's at? I know it might not be the very best, but like, how
3: do you feel about it? Like right now, I guess. Well, before the season started, always do those, those. And I don't know why we do this to ourselves. You try to predict their record. Like, how do you predict seventeen games, no I'm injuries, good. and everything else comes with it? So I had us at eight and nine. Clearly, oh. I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't That's do that. Where I had us at. I'm so, I had us I'm, at eight, I'm, eight and one. I just felt
2: like there was going to be you, a tie in there somewhere.
3: Where do you get a tie from?
2: It's, it's, it's,
3: it's, we just had one last season. We always do ties. We don't predict it. No, I, I, th- I think that was you saying, I don't want to lose a record. I just <laughs> want us to be 500.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, somebody be like, how are you in life? Like, I'm just, I'm all the way 500 all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this, Gary. Like, what do you say to a team after a tie? Like, if you're the coach, what do you say? Like, how do, you, how, do you, how do you address the locker room
3: at third time? Uh, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can to say. All right. Um, that didn't know that was coming. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to say. Hey, uh, all right. Are we going to Ruth Crest? or are we going? To Jeff Ruby's? Where are we going to eat? Right. There's the nothing worst to say. guy in
2: history has to be the, the Steelers and the Lions, though. That yeah. was kind of That was kind of hilarious.
1: Uh, you, but you, you know what amazes me the most about a tie? It's always one player though at the end of the game that says, "I didn't even know we could tie," but it happens uh, every Nadie? single time. No, but not, I mean, I did say that, <laughs> bro. Like when we tie with uh, Cam Newton and them or whatever. I mean, every single time there's a tie, it's always an NFL player that says, "I didn't know that we could tie."
3: I, but I don't know if you if you spend all your time high school and then college. You know, you probably but, like, but don't you go to the huddle and say, "Hey, guys, if
1: we don't score right now, you know this is going to be a tie." I, you would think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, that's fast. But Gary, you obviously recently were at uh, the Bengals Steelers game. What was that experience like for yourself, just like witnessing it in PBS?
3: Well, you know, uh, I've gotten pretty cool with Joe Mixon over since he's gotten to this team, um, and then. Uh, he kept asking me, yo, go to a game. I got a suite." And I ain't going to lie. And people might take this the wrong way. I am a bougie guy when it comes to the games because you get accustomed to certain things. And I can't sit in the 300s anymore. I'd rather just watch it on TV. I can't. I, I. There was a time in my life where I was up there in the nosebleeds and loved it. But once you go low, you can't go high. You can't. <laughs> once you start going low on the regular, right? you can't go up there. And the higher you go, you see the tax bracket changing, like, like literally, like oh my god, these people. <laughs> you know, <I> <laughs> like,
1: Your first time you get there, they're like, "Oh, Gary, here you are." You know, like they they've been waiting for you, Gary. Like that's the person that sat next to you the first time you ever came down there. And said, "What took you so long, Gary? Come on down here with us."
3: Yeah, but when the, I was one of those people in the three hundreds originally, like, "What? what I? My? Where you from? All right." <laughs> 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 Definitely started in the three hundred dollars for year. a bear. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: <I'm> All my change. <laughs> I tell you one thing: you weren't getting haircuts like that. That's for damn Hell sure. Hell no,
3: you wasn't. Hell yeah, no, not in the three <laughs> well, hundred. Y'all, look. I left the camera that club was so faded.
1: If somebody watching this right now say, "You know what? I'm gonna step my game up." I might can, can't come down here to the lower level, but I'm a damn sure go get me a Gary.
3: They're calling that.
1: up. They're calling them Gary's Spend now. That up.
3: Moving nah, forward. Man. Oh go ahead. <laughs> nah, but uh, exactly. uh the game this Sunday. Um I don't think I've seen. I can't remember last time we blew the Steelers out. Even when we win, it's it's fourth quarter halfway through you're like, "Oh god." I don't I can't remember. And maybe you guys can I, 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 can't. Feel, I feel like the the game earlier this
1: season was a blow. It's just like they just took their foot off the pedal a little bit. If you well, that
3: was 24-10, but this, but, was, different. But, but, yeah, this but, was different. But
1: I'm gonna tell you though, I rewatched that game twice. In that game, they never had a shot, and it put us at a position where the Bengals just were like, Well, let's just control the clock. They don't have a, a game plan. When they would get the ball back, they would just dump off. Najee Harris probably had like 16 like, a, a reception targets in that game because they couldn't throw down the field. And it was almost like both sides just conceded. That's why Tyler Boyd comes out and says, like, oh yeah, they, they quit. It was no oh my reason. God, he
3: said that.
1: Right. I they, if that didn't
3: looking... motivate the Steelers, that
1: they
2: did. Didn't. There was nothing that they could do. It yeah, was I... nothing
1: they could do. They probably were hyped. Like, think about it. Tomlin, like Tyler was living rent free in, in Tomlin's head because what happens with 28 seconds left? They call timeout to show that they're not quitting. Right, yeah, yeah like you know what I'm saying, like little weak yeah. stuff like that, like play pool yeah. and them still out there. Ben Roethlisberger still out there at the end of the fourth quarter because they did quit the first game. You got man, to me, I know the score didn't indicate it, but it was so over like third quarter of that. Game. That
2: was that was the first time though, and I think like what Gary is saying is that's the first time that game was over at like halftime. Like, I don't oh, think what's... we've
1: ever they
3: picked six. Them that right. It was right a big, for a half. It
1: was a I was like,
3: <laughs> it's 31 3, bro. <laughs>
1: were you, where were you? Were you on the were you on the road like watching it or were you in the house?
3: I was at Mixon. I was at Mixon he was, in the oh, suite. At the, tweet, in at the suite. Tweet. Yeah,
1: I'm tripping. All right.
3: Yeah. 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 I oh, done, yeah like, you were I dancing, Little Flex. I was in a suite. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah. He was he was dancing <laughs> and everything. He was getting it going. Of course. It had to be a yeah. suite. <laughs> at little flex. You know what's funny? And it's crazy. Um Najee and Joe Mixon grew up in the same neighborhood. And with the rival high schools, and they're three years apart. So when Joe was a senior, Naji was a freshman, and he left, and then and then Naji came in, and just to have two guys in the same position, uh, you know, basically rival high schools, and then to get to the NFL and they're on rival football teams, same position. You, you you can change positions, right? Look at David. Uh, was it David Montgomery from the Bears was a quarterback in high school? Right. What?
1: That dude yeah. is big as hell.
3: <laughs> no, let yeah, me tell you a funny story about David Montgomery's. I know it's a Bengals podcast, but that's a Cincinnati kid. No, we don't want to yes, hear it. No, okay. no, no, no. His um His dad, when my grandpa had cancer, we knew he was on his way out. So he's at the hospital. And his dad, David Montgomery's dad, was taking care of my grandpa in his final day, final months of living, basically. And I would always go at the hospital. and start talking to David's dad. And this one he was in high school, he was a junior. And I told him, I said, "Yo, I'm gonna come see your son play next year one game." Because we'd always talk bingo football and high school football and college football. So I go to this, I go to the game next year, and David Montgomery is the quarterback, the safety, the kicker, and the punter. <laughs> he and, and he returned punts. I was like, "Whoa, you didn't tell me your son was that dude." <laughs> I thought right. I literally looked at his dad and go like, ah, "He's probably a guard." Right. <laughs> No clue. And then he goes to Iowa State, switches positions, and now he's a tailback for the Bears. It's just—it's a, a crazy story, and it shows that you can switch positions. He was Aren't, a quarterback in high school.
1: What, what's what's the history now? People probably don't know this. What's the history with you and where where you're from and Ben Roethlisberger? Did y'all go to the same school?
3: No, no. I I uh, I grew up all over Cincinnati, but I ended up going to high school up in uh, Oxford, Ohio, where Miami of Ohio is. Okay, okay. So that's when he came out. Um, when he was at Miami of Ohio, I'm one of the few people that I, I root for Miami of Ohio.
1: Okay, um, okay.
3: Right. Not like the Bengals, because it's hard to find coverage when you don't live in that area, too. So it's All hard right. to keep up with the team. Sure. But anybody that comes out of Miami, whether it's Wally Serbiak or Ben Rosberger, they, they get these guys every, now, every 10, 15 years that come out. Ron Harper, that type of deal. Um, so when Ben came out, I was like, that's the dude. That's the dude. And then he, he honestly, he wasn't the nicest guy when he first came in the league. You know, was like, I was so disappointed. I was like, oh, God, you're a dick. Come on.
1: It'd be like that sometimes. Somebody That's in the why comments, we had to send him out like that. Like, Talawanda, breathe. <laughs> somebody, you, you, you got your hometown in here. Oh, like, do I got comments? I, do I got my comments?
3: Oh, there it is. Comments. Yeah, somebody yeah,
1: said Talawanda. Yeah. They know you're in there. Hey.
3: Yeah, like, that's the I mean, high school. That's, those are the homies.
1: Yeah, that might be – I'm about to say like, – <laughs> No, but somebody's saying
3: Ben's from Finley. Yeah, I know where Finley's at, but I'm saying he played college in, in Miami, Ohio, you know. but don't, I let was, those, uh,
1: don't let those comments take you off your, off your game.
3: game. No, 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 I won't. And I'm not going to do this. I hate it when I do this, when people go live like, hey, what's up, Cam? What's <laughs> up, Reggie? And then they won't <laughs> get into what they're really talking about. <laughs> no, uh, but I roasted the Steelers in 2009 at training camp. I've done a lot of the – when I roast teams at training camp, I tell the coaches in the front office, I don't want, um, I don't want ESPN, I don't want any cameras there. I don't, I want to be raw, right? Don't want people getting offended. And it's never the players, or the coaches getting offended. It's always some media person. And I roasted Alabama and Clemson a few years ago, when they was playing the national title game of Phoenix, mm-hmm. and they told me no cursing, and I said, okay, that's fine. And it was a it was a heck of a show. It was Anthony Anderson was on it? Phase on love. Like it was a good show. They like they put up some money for the show. Right. And uh, I said something about Dabo Sweeney and no cursing. I, I, it was something about him sleeping with his wife after the game if they win or something like that. And but it, keep in mind, the guy's married. That's not taboo to talk about. I know right, Dabo's right. Christian, but if you're Christian, you're sleeping with your wife, and that's it, right? Right. So I hope so. Nobody was offended, and all of a sudden. Um, all of a sudden, uh, some lady that was in the athletic department <laughs> at Clemson said she was offended by the joke on Debo and keep my devil came up after the show and was like funny and was everything else. So it's always that one person. So when I do the NFL roast, I tell them ahead of time, my show's going to be rated R and and I don't want, I just don't want any blowback, so to speak, because I've done the Ravens, Steelers and Bengals in the course of my life, I've Done the okay. Dolphins, Done the Texans. Um, trying to think, who else I did? I probably done about nine, ten teams. Which Bengals oh, team, team was
2: it? Was it a specific area?
3: Uh that was two thousand five. Ooh, that's the so, best one. That was the was Dada,
1: P, uh
2: Warwick,
3: Peter Warwick, Carson Palmer.
1: People, people always ask me, what do, you feel, "Do you feel like two thousand five team was better than two thousand fifteen, or vice versa?" Well, I was going to
3: ask you guys that. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's
1: a, see, look, I feel like that's a good question that. That's the only question I could ask that I, that I probably could answer. And me and Ace, I think, might have talked about this one time before. But for me, yeah. I, I, I always thought that 2015 was a little bit better. I think he was, he went the other way. 2005, Because cause, yeah. cause, cause 2005, I felt like the defense was just, like, super often, like opportunist and they weren't really, like, shut down. Uh, I, think, I, I think that was my reason.
3: I thought the 2005 team was a little better than 15. Um but one reason was I think the 2005 team, um, I don't think there was any doubt they were going to be the Steelers that game. Facts. They came out gunning. And I, and I I think they wanted the Steelers. They yeah.
2: Did. Oh, yeah.
3: And I think they, they I don't know if they would have went to the Super Bowl because you, you still had to get through Peyton Manning and Brady. But the 2005 team was really good, man. They were clicking. But 2015, before Dalton got hurt, Right. Man, it was... I feel like the, the 2015
1: team was so good that Dalton didn't really have to do... much. It's, it's very few teams in NFL history where a quarterback doesn't have to be, like, the best person on the team. And that team was, like, that. Like, I it's not to take anything away from how well he played that season, but he really just had to coast and manage, like, half of those games. And I just felt like, I don't know. Was
3: that was, that's my favorite. That was... Yeah, that was probably my favorite regular season game in a long time was that Seattle Seahawks game when they came, it was like 24. Eifert. I I've in the scene. <laughs> oh, but I caught it and they were like 24 3 to 24 10. And I remember he spiked the ball and I was in Houston at a bar and I went, oh shit, we're going to win this game. And I thought <laughs> he was gone. I went, wait, the way he spiked that ball was like, we back, get yeah. ready. I was like, what just happened? That's and it was going against the Seahawks who just were Super Bowl champs. Like, that what just right, happened?
1: I, I think I walked away from. It. I remember I went upstairs. I was watching the game at home or something, and, and my wife, my yeah, she might have asked me like, "Did they win?" I was like, "Oh boy, did they!" And I and I said, and I think I'm. What are we like three and one or something at that time? Or yeah, yeah. And, and i no, like, no, 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 We were undefeated.
3: Yeah, I like, was. Yeah, we were but undefeated.
1: But was
2: was that's when we started eight zero. That's
3: but when it, we were eight zero.
1: Right. All right. So, but aren't we like three and zero or four and zero?
3: yeah yeah right yeah, oh I, de- I definitely
1: yeah. i definitely, the same way i did when we just played the jaguars game earlier this season ace remember i was running around like we're going to the playoffs it's right. like some certain games that i just like i walked away from that game i say without a doubt we're going to playoffs we might go to super bowl i walked away from <laughs> i walked away from that jaguars game we were all there and it was crazy i don't know were you at the jaguars game
3: no the first game i made was um this one. I don't week. know if I'm gonna make another because you know we work on the weekends. Right, it's right. hard to to get off. Where honest.
1: you're saying you're working on the weekends? Tell people I'm, I've been. I, I should have did that earlier. Tell them currently about your tour. Where are you at right now? What's the next stop? What's going? Well, on? I'm in.
3: I'm in Houston the next two weeks. Um. So I won't be making the the. I won't be making the Chargers or 49ers games. I'll be in Houston where I can probably get a Texans ticket for. They'll probably pay me to show up. For the Texas game at this point, <laughs> and then uh where am I at? Um uh Austin, December 29th, and then Dallas the 30th and 31st. I do Dallas every New Year's Eve, so that's right. No, no, but Houston, no, no, no. the next two weeks is where I'm
2: at. So, any Bengals fans in Texas, definitely be sure to hit up Gary's show for sure. We got Bengals fans all over the place because I live in Florida, Zim is in DC, so Houday Nation is all over the place. So if you're listening to this. Please be. uh Please go out and check out Gary's show for sure. But Gary knows was,
1: I'm in DC. I told him to link up with me
3: one time. I thought you're in Baltimore. Same
1: difference. <laughs> I mean,
3: huge I, difference. That's like Dayton and Cincinnati. What are you talking about? Yeah, but for a car, <laughs> it's the same.
1: And, and Gary knows. I was the like, Wire. Hey, Gary, I really. The yeah. Wire. I, I want. I want to make the record clear. I, I'm sorry, Baltimore residents or whatever. I want to have nothing to do with Baltimore. Like I stay on my side of town and. That's that, but I yes, they are two different areas, Gary.
3: I've been following you for a while. You <laughs> you was telling the Bengals to draft Lamar Jackson.
1: I tell you yeah, that's what
3: I wanna that's what I wanna I ask. Told you, Gary. Draft how, did Lamar? You, how did you uh find them? I don't know, just you know, you, you I don't know, just Bengals stuff. I can't remember. Just I think he might have, I don't know if he DM'd me or hit me up or something. I went to his page and then I was like, oh this guy, I'm like I'm a I'm a Bengals fan. But this dude be breaking down film after the game. And sh- you, you see this? You see, he should have ran a three-route, a four-route. I was like, what, what? OK, this guy's a little more in-depth than me. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what it is, though? It's, I'm going I'm to tell you the, be- the biggest comparison. It's like if somebody walked up to you and just said, yeah, Gary Owen, the comedian. Right? To me, you're more than that. And a lot of times, me and Ace, we go on these shows or we do stuff. And it just they don't know what we are. Cause we make content, we are funny, we do different things, and I, and they'll be like, yeah, he's a super fan. So I took it upon myself. I said, yeah, super fan this, and I started watching games. I got tighter with the players. I had some players send me some videos, of practices, different things <laughs> like that. So you know, I got a I got a heads up on that. But I I, I, I always
3: know. I always defer to you. I people talk. I said you got to follow Zim.
1: Yeah, because
3: thanks. he's he very. I think I think Colin How, Colin Cowherd gets it right a lot and can admit when he's wrong. He was clearly wrong about Joe Burrow. And I was worried because he's right so much. And I know he, like you, he's got an insight. I, you know, that, that's my world. I know he has insights, the GMs and coaches that tip him off. Right. So That's why he's right a lot. But um, when he said Burrow is the next Tony Romo, which is not a, technically an insult, so to speak, but I was like, I, we didn't know about Tony Romo in college.
0: Right.
3: You know I, what I mean?
1: I think right. you from a scouting standpoint, the, the way that he improvises and makes players longer, that's where I, I always thought this is the comp I always gave uh Burrow. Ace, you tell me who he I always said he reminded me of a right-handed Steve Young. But but he's mm-hmm. he's bigger in frame, he has those the stature that everybody, but if you go back and watch Steve Young like Think about how uh, Joe Burrow got sacked this past week. He's trying to uh, on the over there on the goal line. He's in the red zone. He takes his team like Steve Young used to do that type of stuff. But then he'd come back and you know, the next play or next drive and do it all over again and actually hit the next time. But he does that improvising, scrambling stuff. And I think Tony Romo is probably one of the greatest improvising quarterbacks of all time. He's not one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but one of the Mm -hmm. best
2: improvising. I can see the improvising thing. I remember Tony Romo like when he came along, he was like the third quarterback. Like I remember they found him in like the preseason and Bill Parcells was like, this guy is actually pretty good. Like Heineken. They kind of lucked up into him with Joe. I mean
1: Heineke, that's how they found People Heineke. never
2: want to say this guy plays like Tom Brady, but to me that's like he looks like his game as far as being accurate as Come far on, as you know, not the huge arm strength. Yeah, I would say it's Tom Brady, but he can actually run a little bit as well. So like for me it's like laser precision, you know, not the biggest arm, but still a good enough arm where he's going to be able to make deep passes and he's also got like that clutch factor, right? Like Whenever the game is on the line, you know that Burrow's going to make kind of the right decision. He's going to be kind of the smartest guy in the room, and nothing's going to phase him. He has that attitude, too. Like when Tom Brady comes out and he's hitting guys like before the game and all of that, that to me resonates with like Joe Burrow as far as his confidence and as far as his energy throughout the game.
3: Well, I'll tell you something I never thought of, and I feel like I'm name dropping, but I was talking to Andre Johnson, the wide receiver for the Texans and his agent. And anybody, if, I, if you're in the league and I run into you, and I run into a lot of these guys, they all know I'm Bingo's fans. So then they'll be like, they know what's coming. I'm going to ask some Bingo questions about players we drafted and what do you think? And Andre said this before. We, we had just drafted Burrow, and mm-hmm. I asked him, what do you think of him? And he said, his dog, and I never thought of this. He said, his dog's different because if you look at any number one draft pick, white quarterbacks, or high top ten white quarterbacks, they all have, like, it's, a lot of them, California, Texas, came from good homes, money. They go, his dog's different. Athens, Ohio right, is, is broke white people that have – they never leave. Right. So even though he had a little money because his dad was a coach, his social circle right. wasn't like that. Right. The only way out was football. There's no way Burl thought he was going to be a lawyer or a doctor. <laughs>
1: right. So his
3: dog is – the way out of Athens, Ohio, is football. My dad's a coach. I can get out. He's not thinking anything. He's not Andrew Luck. Like, ah. Right. <laughs> he's not Myron yeah. Roll. Hey, <laughs> like, bro, I, I'm going to
1: go out London. Hey, bro, Marvin Roll is like the smartest man alive. I <laughs> know hey, hey, what I'm saying. Bro, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Bro. I know what
0: you're
3: saying. Bro, I'm, you mean, he, there's if, no doubt he's going to be a coach when he's done playing. There's
1: just right. no doubt. Right. And, and I remember, you know, like when the whole Black Lives Matter really took the center stage Burrow was the first quarterback, like when they led the marches downtown and everything like that, and the team goes down there downtown with Mike Brown and everything. Like Burrow did that early before like any of the other quarterbacks or anybody else of mm-hmm. in a position, I guess, of power, like really spoke out and said it. So I thought that was pretty big.
2: That was definitely a major move for sure.
1: Definitely.
2: Oh, you just
3: want to hold him, like <laughs> okay. So <I'll> give me. You... <laughs> you, you just <laughs> well, want to, became... you, you almost want his beard to just grow in, just so you could scrub it. Have you up. gotten to meet him yet, Gary? No, Not no. Yet. I had his his publicist right when he got drafted sent me a, a helmet and he signed it. I don't, nice. No, I haven't met him yet. Everybody else on the team, I I'm cool. And it, it was funny because Sunday night after the game, uh my <laughs> brother who's a promoter at Cincy, you know you know Joey Cook at a Cincy. Oh, he's a promoter. He, he handles all the all his spots are where the ball players go when on the weekends and the off season. We might oh, we
2: might because we DJ? were.
1: Huh? Is he a DJ?
3: No, he knows all the DJs, but Joey, just
1: Joey. We, we, we got some mutuals. I've seen you in some photos with, with some guys that, I, that I'm pretty cool with, too.
3: Yeah, but Joey, he told me, like, Sunday, he goes, Do you coming out? I was like, No, nah, I'm tired and stuff. And he's like, Yo, he's, he started naming up, like, Dude, we got this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy's coming out. Is Burrow coming? He goes, No, I go, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want my quarterback going out. Right, right. <laughs> Ace like A's,
1: Johnny Manziel. Hey, remember we went out and and we went out. We was in the hood. We was in the hood. Yeah, we t- were in the right. trenches. But you know sure. who pulled up with the most confidence in the world? Trenton Irwin. Trenton Irwin with,
2: for sure. In
1: the oh, hood, and I was like, yeah, like I was like, that's my dud. Like ever since that day, I've been like Trent Irwin's like one of my. And then he did an interview with somebody. He's like super funny. But you know who yeah, else is like
3: that? Trent
2: Irwin too. He showed up at a a, a Bengals fans. Oh yeah. This past Man. weekend. Yeah, 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 I saw
3: that. But you know Man. who else is like that? When he played for the Bengals, Justin Smith. You he would show up at the black clubs with the cowboy boots and the Wranglers drinking drinking beer. <laughs> But Trent his boys was all defensive linemen, Dwayne Clemens. Right. You know what I mean? It was like he that that was his dude. So he's like, I'm hanging with my friends. And would go to Trent all their really spots. Trent, Trent,
1: Trent <laughs> Irwin pulled up with the bucket hat on. Had the yeah, he was yep. dripping he was doing it all. He was he was demanding it. And all
2: was, the wide receivers pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, everybody.
1: yeah, everybody was there, but he really pulled up, and I just thought, yeah, that was really cool. I was about to ask you something. You just took me on my damn game. <laughs> me, that never happens.
2: Sorry about that. Think about All
1: it. Right. All right, go
2: ahead, Ace. Uh, what are your thoughts like, just from? I know you probably saw like the debate me and Zim had with uh, Chase versus Panay. It was like the offense alignment or the wide receiver. What camp were you in when that when that was
3: going on? And I, I, I DM'd him. Tell the truth, said, Gary. You better pick Chase because the oh. drop off is too steep. Okay. Because. You weren't going to get a Jamar Chase or anything close in the second round. Right. Um, now, Penny clearly, I think, is the best lineman. And he's kind of showing that. He, he's balling, even though he's in Detroit. He's balling. Did you see the Thanksgiving where he took on two guys, blocked two guys in, and they highlight him? He's doing his thing, but we could get a good offensive lineman in the second yeah. round. We weren't right. – the drop-off was too big to end it. Then come to find out Burrow texted him the night before, pack your bags, <laughs> You know, bro, in the front office, I was like, right.
2: "Dude, now that was one thing that I always said, like throughout the whole thing, I was like, if Joey B is like, I want him, there's no way that the Bengals were gonna be like, nah, we're not gonna, we're gonna get a lineman instead."
3: Mm-hmm. We
1: we talked to Chase's father. We did an interview with him probably about two weeks ago, and he was like, "No, we had no clue about it," and I was like, "Man, I don't know about that," because the people I was talking to behind the scenes was like, "No, nah, this is this is about to go down, Zoom." <laughs> like right. like like a day before or whatever. He said they had no the Bengals never reached out to him or anything like that. But for me, yeah, like I know that you had messaged me that one time and I and I was at a crossroads at one point. People don't really know because I was get I was catching a lot of flack from you know, the the casual fan that says, Well, what about his knee? you know, and I just got I was like, But we there's other ways to go get off this alignment. It doesn't all have to be the first round, so
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes
1: when I talk to you and I ask you or you ask me stuff, I'm still searching for answers myself, too. And what I know what I was going to say. I wanted to thank you because you said something you said earlier, like, you know, uh, you follow me and everything like that. I want to thank you. Really. I've never had a chance to say this, but I feel like a lot of my followers, whether you put it on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, because you did that video or like early, like you've done a couple videos to say, hey, like, hey, this guy Zim is cool or whatever. And that really, really helped like me get my my word out and talk my Bengal stuff. So I really, really appreciate that,
3: dude. You're the most knowledgeable guy I know it's for the Bengals. Besides my role, right? <laughs> what? I just mean like that was so unbiased. Rude. Like if they if somebody sucks, you tell them they suck, and everything. <laughs> people can we're so quick to say people are hating instead of people just saying they're honest. Because I always say that in my line of work. I was like, no, some people just don't think you're funny. Your comedy is not for them. They're not hating. Now, it is one thing to go on social media to tell me or tell somebody, dude, you suck. Just ignore me then. Why do you (laughs) need to tell me that? (laughs) But when sports is different, if you got your team – and you we are in no other sport you become emotionally invested like football. I mean, basketball, baseball is fine, but no, we don't you don't get emotionally invested. We're literally, I couldn't wait to watch the sports, all the sports channels on Monday. I couldn't right. wait. <laughs> when they lose, I hate watching it. But when they win, dude, I'm all over. Come on, come on. Nah, talk about so it. Right, come right. Music. Yeah,
2: because me and Zim, like, it's funny because we're starting to get more notoriety with Bengals fans and stuff now, but when we first started, we took a lot of bullets for one in the Bengals to kind of tank and get Joe Burrow. People were like, you guys aren't real fans, and how can you cheer for us to lose? And we, the whole time, we were thinking about Joey B and what was best for the team at the time. <laughs> once we week, took a lot of bullets.
3: Was that after that. the season? Because nah, this heard, was during this, this was like, it was, during, it was tanked really. for Tua. <laughs> it was tanked for Tua that year.
1: Yeah. He was, uh, look, he was tour for about two weeks. Yeah. Remember that, Ace? You was like, yep. but we would come on and people would like, people would unfollow, unfollow them, talk trash about it. I don't think me and you were like, really, you didn't have any questions around that time. But mm-hmm. I was really, really taking a lot of heat. It's, I'm sure Ace was. We were too. We were, like, we were like, the only way we could beat the front office at the time. Is to give them a quarterback like that, nobody can stop. That's the only way to beat this, or mm-hmm. y'all gonna be talking about moving the team.
3: And, and well, that's the thing, battling, keep no, Andy no, no. And, and that was know, the thing, too. when he was like Chase Young, I was like, no, the only way, the only position to change a culture is quarterback. You remember how terrible right. New England was, exactly? No, I, I okay, 2000 on Tecmo, I went to a Browns Patriots game and I went. What the fuck is anybody here? <laughs> I don't know anybody on either team. They both sucked. There was no energy and the game was over. I go, eh, that was the worst game I ever went to. <laughs> the next year Brady comes in, New England ever since. But that year, I was like, this. This is I feel sorry for both you, both your franchises. You know right. what I mean? And then the only position the Saints before Breeze got there nothing the only position and that's why you got to roll the dice on them quarterbacks might yeah. work it might not but that's you got to roll the dice you got a shot changes nice. the whole and you want to come here because what didn't reader say yeah reader said it he was
2: him yeah it was burrow or someone else and he was like no nah, i'm riding with burrow
3: yeah oh uh, uh, no it's uh, uh uh the broncos was lock? Yeah, right. Drew Lock. That's what it was, right? Right, right. Lock or Burrow. That's the only position, man. Like, that you kind know, of com- it changes the way the front office thinks, right? You got a guy there because I don't know. Quarterbacks are like they're prom kings, they're homecoming kings. You just want to be around them. That's and as the soon way. as as
2: soon as Joe showed up. That's when we went and got DJ Reader. We went and got all of these guys. Like when they knew that they were gonna bring in Joe, that's when that X factor just hit, like you said, Gary.
1: That's that's yeah. how that's how it goes, and that's how it's gonna be. Like, and a lot of this stuff too, I had to talk to Bengals fans for the last year or two and say, and they always be like, Zen, we're never gonna get anybody, we're never gonna da-na-na, da-na-na, on the bottom of the screen. I was like, nah, buddy, like it's gonna change because these guys talk. I'm in a couple group chats. There's some different things that are going on around it, and people really care about like who's the quarterback. In the conversation about Chase Young and Joe Burrow, I remember that. I said. You can't go backwards. I said the same thing about Atlanta this year. You can't go Pitts right now at this spot. You got to go Justin Fields, whether you believe in him or not, because you got to start off with a quarterback, because what is is Kyle Pitts doing in his first year besides you wasting this old whatever? T.J. Watt, they told me this week, T.J. Watt's coming back. T.J. Watt's going to tear up the scene. T.J. Watt's the greatest guy of all time and all this other stuff. Right, T.J. Watt is nothing. Well, a quarterback first. There are very few teams in the history of the NFL where they're dominant defensive wise. And you have all these guys, and a quarterback really didn't ma- really matter. The last team I remember was that Tampa Bay team with Gruden that went to the Super Bowl. It didn't matter who the hell was, the, was Brad the Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Johnson was quarterback. So there's very, that's a unicorn situation. And so I, I'm all for Chase Youngs of the world, TJ Watts. I think they're amazing, dominate everything like that. But you
3: got to go quarterback first. How about, can you imagine Jamar Chase in Detroit right now? (laughs) (laughs) That was another big one. You know,
1: I thought you was going to say earlier when you were saying Joe Burrow coming here, he's a dog because of where he's from. I thought you were going to say, I thought it was very unique. The only other person I can remember coming into the league that had this situation um, was Cam Newton, where you come into the league as the number one pick and you already got a Joe Mixon, you got a a Tyler Boyd, You got a Gio Bernard, all these guys around you. Like when he when he first came in, go look at Jared Goff or anybody that gets picked number one or whatever. Their teams suck. They don't have anything. It was just like a real crazy unicorn situation. I thought that Joe Burrow came in and A.J. Green is his wide receiver. Like that doesn't happen every day.
2: That's true. That's true. Gary, I got to ask you, though, I ask everybody when they come on here. I need your top five Bengals of all time, your personal top five list.
3: Like my favorite, or yeah, who I think the favorite? best?
1: No, the ones that you want to lay with in a cell with. Which one?
3: <laughs> God, that's a tough one. talk about all time, man. Yes, sir. Uh, all well, time girl, girl's number one. I'm that. So somebody <laughs> changed my mind. World's <laughs> number one.
1: <laughs> Your all-time no, uh, all time cellulose.
3: No. Mixing's number two. Okay. <laughs> uh, T.J. is number three. You just oh, naming your friends, though. I named, okay, Burl's the one ain't ever let me tickets and let me sit in the suite. <laughs> Joe, wait, wait, we, we'll send
1: this to Joe. As soon as Joe sees this, we got you, man.
3: Who, mixing or Burl?
1: No, Joe. Joey B? Oh, Burl, no. Burl, Burl. Oh, when I yeah. say Joe, I'm, I, I call Mixon. Burl
3: ain't done shit for me. He's still my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me so much joy. Right. <laughs> I can actually look at people and be like, yeah, I'm biggest fan. What?
2: What? what? Exactly. Confidence.
3: Uh, okay. So TJ uh, – okay, who did I say? Burrow, Mixon, TJ, Thomas Howard okay. for personal reasons. Uh, fifth – oh the fifth one would be tough. Uh, just Ocho Cinco. Okay. All right. That's a good ooh, my god! Because, you know, you guys don't know this, but when I – First, moved back to Cincinnati, uh, 2004. There wasn't anything to do on Tuesday nights, and so I knew the players' day off was Tuesday. So I started two funny Tuesdays at the Funny Bone there because I was always in town on Tuesdays. So all I did, I got a couple of the the Bengals to come out early, and then they they brought their friends, and then everybody start coming, and then of course the girls come because the Bengals are there, and then it just became the jumping spot on Tuesday everybody and then i got chad involved i called chad since he was showing up every tuesday and i was like yo you want to call it chad johnson's too funny tuesday hosted by gary owen he goes let's do it he didn't want anything he just was always hanging out anyways and he'd always give away two tickets to games every tuesday we do a raffle and chad would give away two tickets to somebody in the audience that 2005-06 time was such a good time just partying and hanging out it was just fun it was. It definitely was. Man, like, give me, before we, I know
1: you, you're running short on your time a little bit. Like, do you have an all-time, like, a story, a Bengal story that you just hold dear, near and dear to your heart that maybe you've told? You might have told the story before, but do you have anything that you want to share with the people on a story? Or do you have any words of inspiration that you just want to tell people? Um,
3: or yours, as you call <laughs> uh, no, I don't. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> no, I'll say. Uh, I thought your story about how
1: you found about the 2015, like like when you thought that we won the game, Vontes runs through the tunnel, and you know he gets the interception. I thought that was a really good story.
3: What well, when I was roasting? <laughs> that's when I was roasting Clemson and right. Alabama, right? And I had Clemson's whole team behind me, and Vantes intercepted, yeah. and I got my phone up, and I'm like, the bigs are back. It's the Tiger family, because it was the Clemson Tigers. (laughs) I'm talking shit, and the game's on, and Jeremy Hill fumbled. I went, delete. (laughs) I never posted it. And I literally, I'm not lying, I went in a back room, and it was a closet, and it was me like a janitor watching the end of this game, and I go, there's no way. And there's pictures of me at the ESPN party that night. I couldn't even smile. Like, I'm on a red carpet like this. I couldn't. Dude, and oh, Faison God. and Anthony was in my ass, man. They just <laughs> it was like, and Tony Rock was on the show, and he's a Steelers fan. I was just like, oh, oh, man. That, was, man. that was the worst memory. Uh, okay, I'll tell you a funny story, a funny bingo story. Yeah, so yeah. the Bengals are playing um, the Steelers in 2005 when Tab Perry ran the it was the kickoff back. Okay, and we were winning the whole game, and then the Steelers took the lead, and then Tab runs it back, and I'm going nuts. And I'm always careful. I know there's kids in the stands, and I'm always careful not to bag on the other team. I'll just root for my team, but I'm not bagging on your team. So he runs that dang kickoff bag, and I'm going nuts. And it's just me and my buddy, and we're high fiving. And this guy stands up about three years behind me and goes, Hey man, you stand up one more time. We're gonna have some problems. And I was like, <laughs> my, my buddy was like, like my stomach dropped because we were it was only us, it was Steeler fans and us. And I went. Hey man, I just got back from Iraq. I can't help but to play the Steelers. I just want to go to a Bengals game. And the guy just (laughs) came, emotion goes, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He was still mad. But he couldn't mess with him. wait. This guy just got back from war. And my right. buddy goes, What was that? I go, I know we ain't getting our ass kicked. <laughs> we were getting that iron head beer passed to us the rest of the game. The <laughs> <Before laughs> part was he was still mad though. Oh, I'm sorry. And then everybody else,
1: they were like, didn't give you how were they like telling me? Oh you, yeah. Hey, everybody else.
3: Well, you gotta realize I I try to get a rapport with people around me especially when you're on the – I love going to away games, honestly, more than home games. I love being like the fish out of water type of deal. So everyone else, like, was cool around me, the people in my – but this guy was a couple rows back, and I knew it was coming, man. I knew it. And I was <laughs> like, oh, he going to be upset.
2: <laughs> one thing one thing you said, Gary, that was interesting with the 2015 game, which I feel like they get they get a lot of the blame, is most people try to blame 2015 on Vontaze and Pac-Man i feel like i've always said that it's been jeremy hill like everybody's always like oh it's because of Vontes and pac-man what are your thoughts on just that like not to just blame one specific person but do you think that you could blame those two guys
3: for the end of the game i think mean, no you can't blame them because uh Vontes did what Vontes does i always say he's like a guy that doesn't know how strong he is right so me or you Run by Antonio Brown and go. Proom. Antonio Brown goes, "Hey man, Montez- <laughs> you get <to> concussion." <laughs> so I don't think he was doing it to be malicious or to hurt him. I think it was just like boom. But he doesn't realize how strong he is.
1: You don't think you know? that's you being a Bengals fan just giving Maybe? him the benefit of doubt for that? Without question,
3: without question, I'm giving <laughs> the benefit of doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. If that's the other way around. Fuck that motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> Dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Without question, I'm a homer. But Joey Porter runs on the field. Coaches can't be on the field. Pacman's trying to make one of that. That second flag wasn't needed in that I'm time. It right. wasn't needed. Like, right. the first flag of Montez, it sucks, but that's a 50-some-yard field goal now. Right. You know, who knows in the weather. But, man, uh, you know, no, of course I'm a that. homer.
1: As, of soon as, course. Soon as soon as Ben ran back out on that field and the ball was fumbled, I looked over at somebody to my left. I was like, this is this is pre-optimistic him. I was like, this is over. <laughs> like, uh, all the plays that you're saying later on in that drive and stuff, like, I don't even think they matter at all. I feel like if the penalties don't happen, I feel like Ben just rips off a 20-yard pass, they kick a field goal, win the game. I don't think any of that matters. The only thing that matters is that Burfict played one of the greatest games from a linebacker position of all time to have right. you in position of the game? The same way Pac-Man returned the kicks and did all these things to get you in position to win it. Once Jeremy Hill fumbles
3: the football, like to me, like the game's we over. Were. <laughs> we were jinxed, like for whatever reason, you're jinxed, you know, and you need somebody you need somebody to come in and break that. And we got that right, you right need now. A jelly you need somebody to hold. We need that witch. In the Game of Thrones, you need someone to snuggle. Bring, bring, bring John Snow back to life. That's what just happened.
2: <laughs> well, Gary, we appreciate you being so generous with your time. Um, let people know where they can find your stuff because I know you got a podcast. You're on tour. Just let uh, people know where my OnlyFans
3: page starts next week. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I subscribed <laughs> last night. <laughs> Listen, I've told numerous people if the Bengals ever go to the Super Bowl, uh, I got I got bail yeah. money set aside. Because I will be arrested. There could be new pictures of me. On and floor unlike floor Kevin Hart, I'm gonna be floor. on that fucking stage.
1: We on the float. Hey, we are on the float. I know that the Bengals haven't done you your just due in the past, but I've already talked to PR lady, all the people. I said, I don't care what happens. Me and my boys, we are on that float. Uh, I- we might we need
3: to get our own float.
1: We do. Yeah, we're going. You know what it. I mean? That's not far- yes, Hey, look, man. I'm networking every day just to make sure that maybe I could just grab like some. Well, network the
3: front. The, the front office is coming around towards mm-hmm. me a little bit, but they ain't there yet. Almost, oh, but uh, Zach right. Taylor is on board. He likes me. Um, it okay. was funny how uh, this will be my last story. and I got to go. I'm go over here. No, uh, but I was doing my podcast, which is Get Some. It's on every platform, but. Um, I had TJ on and, uh, who and he kept getting phone calls. It was the day after bro got drafted that we were recording. And it was the Bengals calling him because he trained Higgins and Pittman. And they were just asking him about Pittman and Higgins. And he goes, I go, dude, who was blowing you up? Cause the whole pocket is looking at his phone. And he goes, I don't know. It's a five one three number. I don't recognize it. So afterwards, TJ, It's Zach Taylor and Duke Tobin and some other people, and they just wanted to ask him questions because he trained people. And he goes, man, that's crazy. You guys are calling. I was just doing Gary Owen's podcast. And he was like, who? And TJ goes, what? That's the dude, and he's a Bengals fan. Zach was the quarterback's coach at Miami when I roasted the Dolphins in 2014. And when he got hired with the Bengals, he was like, yo, we had a comedian come in with the Dolphins, and it went over well. He roasted us. So he brought in another comedian his first year, and it didn't work out. But TJ says, look up Gary Owen. Zach Taylor looks him up and goes, that's the dude. That's <laughs> the dude I was looking for. Wow! emails my, my manager, and my manager calls me, and she's not a football fan. She goes, hey, do you know a Zach Taylor? And I went, <laughs> I know one Zach Taylor. And I go, I don't think it's that one. She goes, he says he's the head coach of the Bengals. And it was so weird. He just sent an email. With all his info with the cell on it. So my manager FaceTimed him to make sure it was him, screenshot the FaceTime sent it to me. I go, that's him. <laughs> I call Zach. We started talking and we was like, yo, we want to make your presence felt around the stadium. And then, and then COVID nice. hit and everything kind of shut down. So I haven't been able to take advantage of the olive branch that got sent out, really. I name dropped you one time.
1: I'm at Paul Brown. They're like, hey, Zim you got any guys that you think you know might be interested in games and stuff i was like i know a couple guys so i put you in that mix that's what i said yeah hey,
2: i remember I, that <laughs> i got
1: you like i got you, yeah i we're, remember we're, that because i was like
2: I, I remember seeing that that episode with tj as well and i was like nah they gotta get gary right they gotta get gary off in there because gary will go on first take and all of these other shows
3: and right. talk about the Bengals, <laughs> nfl network espn they they always call me like yo you want to talk about the Bengals? I'm like yeah <laughs> then, the Bengals. it was so bad at one point like when they went to london to play the redskins the and this is not a knock i want to stay in good standings with, it was the old Bengals, basically i got my tickets from the redskins dan snyder was like yeah we'll take care of gary left me field passes tickets the bingles like, ah. <laughs> like and i was doing sky sports i was the guest oh, at halftime for england's version of sports center Right, I was just like, "How did the Redskins take care of me, Dan Snyder and everybody?" And I'm and they knew I was a Bengals fan. Right, Man. I was like,
1: it's
2: I was so like,
3: good. "What just happened?"
2: Yeah, I'm glad that Zach is there to fix we, all of that. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Joe Burrow's there, but I'll pay now. I don't care. Joe Burrow's there. <laughs> I um, I'll sit in the 300s. I'm not doing that. He ain't that good. Yeah. Now with you.
1: that, now with that damn cut, you're not.
3: No, no, you don't get you don't get <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> Super, Bowl <laughs> Super
1: Bowl. I sit in the
3: 300s for sure. Bengals I'm getting Super B. Oh, I'm getting JB. Here's another fun fact. <laughs> this is the last story I got to go. You're going to put JB on this. St- oh, 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 you know what? You know what?
1: We do ask everybody that comes on here if we do go to the Super Bowl, what are you going to do? And, and I'm going to let you tell your story. What are you going to do for the Bengals community as far as like, uh, for me, I'm going to paint most of my hair orange? What are you going to do? Is what the people want to know.
3: I'm getting what a tattoo of Joey B. If he's a quarterback that leads us there, who knows? It could be Brandon Allen. People get hurt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever quarterback goes there, you're going to tat it. it be, I don't care the size of it. Or anything. I'm
3: getting this face on my arm if they go like Super that. Bowl. This just exact like face,
1: <laughs> just like that. You know what? I, we I think we bigged up that shirt a lot earlier in this thing, but why does that look like? Colin Kaepernick or something like that. It's not that like that. Colin that that is not look like Joey B for real.
3: That's Joey B, baby. Don't
1: don't you tap don't you tap that face right
3: there on there. The Joe Burrow's face. No,
1: no, you said you had one more story. You
3: what forgot. was it? <laughs> I just pulled a Zim. I it. Oh, it was I Joey in high school. So this is how close I wasn't seeing him play in high school and not even realizing it. My high school Talawanda Brave. They went, to the high, they went to the Ohio playoffs in 2014, Joey Burrow senior year of high school. And they were both division three, I believe. Two or three, I don't know. Same, I think they were division three. Joey Burrow ended up going to the state finals and lost like 59-52. He threw for like six touchdowns. But if my high school team would have won their first playoff game, they would have played Athens in the second round. I would have got a nice I was that close to seeing them play in high school, but they did—they lost to Wapakoneta in the first I round.
0: There's <laughs> a lot. There's a lot
3: of right. and, and my high school was Talawanda. First round, was Talawanda versus Wapakoneta. That's that like, like what? one of the wars in the TV show Seed. Yeah, we my
2: team i i uh went to Wyoming. We always would lose to I think Valley View or something like that. They finally why are all of these schools going Indian in reservations
1: there? or something?
2: There's a lot of
3: there's, that's, a, that's what a lot of schools are based off of was the Indian like keep in mind, okay. Miami Ohio was Miami Redskins, and they had to change it to Redhawks. Okay. Tallawanda Braves had to change it to the Brave because now you know we're just naive to American history. We weren't, we were just in denial. Cincinnati <laughs> football I, was good though, like on the, the level, yeah, like hard. Hell yeah, there's some
2: teams up there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Girl, I gotta I, go. Man. How about i about say we're gonna get you in trouble. I want you to help me out too. I'm gonna do this contest coming up soon. It's gonna be. I'm believe it or not. This is so great. And really quick, I'm gonna be giving out two tickets to a suite for a Bengals game. You can't go to the suite. But it's gonna be built. It's gonna be geared on someone doing an act of kindness in the city of Cincinnati. So I want I want you to announce the winner if you have uh, any time coming up.
3: Just let me know. Okay. All right, yeah. Gary. Well, we. Not, I didn't ahead. say yes. I just said just let me know. I'll let you know. <laughs> you said you would. I said I did not. I said let me know.
2: <laughs> I like that. Well, Gary, we appreciate you coming on. As you guys know, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Midwest Best Barbecue in the Natty. Be sure to check them out. Uh, but as usual, Zen we'll have to leave them
1: with a yes
3: ers Hello, world. What separated
1: your deep ball from everybody else? My deep ball, it has a little secret sauce to it, man. <laughs> I never get too high, never get too low, but just keep moving. The, the whole story is Carlos never beat me in any kind of sports. And